Father, America truly has been infiltrated and subverted by Antichrist spies, Judas spies, and I pray that you would strengthen our faith in these evil days as we face all of the repercussions from the concessions that have been made with these enemies for 30 pieces of silver. Forgive us, Lord. Strengthen us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I wrote an article today entitled, Not So Willing and Not So Fit, with the subtitle, Be All You Can Be. And I could not have written this article on a better day. And all I can say is God is on time all the time. Because today is Holy Wednesday. It's also known as Spy Wednesday. And this is based on the reading of Matthew chapter 26, verse 14 through 17. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? So nevertheless, the spies were no doubt in the midst of this kingdom work, yet the kingdom work goes on. And that's exactly what we're going to do at the end of the day, by the grace of God, is we're going to continue on with our kingdom service, despite the Antichrist service that continues to grow and billow. But before we cover this Antichrist service uh, in this episode, I want to thank a couple Christ friends for their kingdom service and encouragement. First, thanks goes to my Uncle Elmer and Aunt Vicky for becoming Gospel support team members with an upgraded Substack subscription, and I very much appreciate that. And I also would like to thank uh, Peter uh, for posting some encouraging words in our gospel group this morning that read, quick shout out uh, to this work. He says, I've enjoyed being able to listen on my morning commute to Pastor Andrew's sermons this week. Well, thank you, Peter, for the kind words. Again, thank you, Uncle Elmer and Aunt Vicki for uh, believing in this work, teaming up with this work, praying for this work. And I will also say that it's fitting to thank my uncle at this time for him taking the time uh, to share the gospel with me so many years ago. So praise the Lord for all that he has done in our lives. Now, unfortunately... We must cover the Judas society that we now live in. Just as the Word of God covers the traitorous actions of Judas himself. Now, I retired from the Army after 22 years in February of 2016. And if you have not read my book, A Soldier's Progress, I cover my faith journey and kingdom mission uh, that I sought to fulfill Uh, During that time, regardless of the state of the army, regardless of the handwriting on the wall that we're going to be talking about today, uh, God called me to that field for 22 years. And you can read about that in A Soldier's Progress. But what we're seeing today, I began to see uh, during the trail end of my career, 
And that was with the opening of the doors for homosexual enlistments and commissions. <laughs> and since then, it's just been a dramatic downhill plunder. With the worst voluntary recruitment numbers the military has ever seen within this past year. Now, I came across a video, a new video that was published by the Army in a rebranding concerning the motto. And they have went back to be all you can be. So naturally, this caught my attention. And all I can say is, after reading the comment section, that either that comment section has been massively overtaken by foreign agents, or there is a whole lot of noticing. A whole lot of noticing going on in America right now. And believe me, my friends, I am very saddened that our country has reached this antichrist state that we are in. And I know that many of my brothers and sisters in arms feel the same way, even those who are serving today. Some of them may be afraid to speak out while in uniform. But I'm sorry, this must be spoken of. Today, someone must speak. And I'm glad that people are beginning to speak up. Because we are guaranteed this freedom of speech under the Constitution. We have a right to speak up for what we believe in. I, have, I was taught, and I taught as a drill sergeant, the Army values of loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. It takes personal courage to stand up for these values. And that's why I served all those years to defend this very free speech that I speak to you today with. Now, the Army Times reports that the Army fell about 15,000 soldiers or 25% short of its recruitment goal this year. Officials confirmed Friday, despite a frantic effort to make up the widely expected gap in a year when all the military services struggled in a tight jobs market to find young people willing and fit to enlist. Willing and fit to enlist. And I want to hone in on these two words because during the majority of my military career, I faced these two words daily while serving as an army recruiter, which was the bulk of my service from 2004 till I retired in 2016. I've been retired for seven years now and these two words have currently become an extreme challenge for the army I once served, an extreme challenge that I could never have imagined. Even though, like I've said in the opening, that this writing has been on the wall for a very long time. And speaking of writing on the wall, listen to these comments. I, I just went ahead and I read through many of the comments. There's 4,000 comments on it. You can read them for yourself as long as the comment section is open. The title of the YouTube video is Be All You Can Be. U.S. Army's new brand trailer, U.S. Army. You can find that right on YouTube. You can read these comments. I just went ahead for the sake of the article and for the sake of this episode. I'm going to read you the top 20. Beginning with Dennis Bailey, who says, Never forget the USS Liberty. Tally 1562 says, Hell yeah, brother. I can't wait to die for Israel. G. Blum says, as a cis-het, who-white male, I acknowledge my 
systematic privilege and am giving up my spot in the mill for a BIPOC LGBTQP WAMYNZ. Fist2K4 says, defend us while we replace you. Where do I sign up? Ben Emery, these comments warm my heart and give me hope for the future. The masses are finally waking up. Robbie says, the the Austrian painter was right about everything. Fear of interest as most Americans will not survive, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make in quotes, quoting Israel. Arkham inmate says, be all you can be. You can be fat and out of shape. You can be a man that thinks he's a woman. You can be anything you want. Go army. Joe Beardsley says, my family and I will never again put our lives at risk for a country that hates its own people. Navy vet USS Eisenhower says, not only have I told my sons to not carry on a tradition of military service that has been in my family since we came to this country, but I've taught them how to dodge the draft and failing that, how to educate their fellow draftees to teach them that the real enemy is the regime that currently occupies this country. They will be such a detriment to your recruiting and incite such disorder you would be better off leaving them alone. My children will not die in service to a regime that hates them. Jeff says, imagine fighting for Israeli interests while the U.S. gets torn to pieces by its own leaders. LP says, they just gave a high-paying engineering job at work to an Indian guy with an H-1B visa who barely speaks English. I can't wait to give my life for this country, he says. Kyle the Destroyer says, I will not die for Israel. Devlin X says, imagine fighting for an army that despises their own people and allows their own borders to be freely invaded while simultaneously crying about the borders of Ukraine. He concludes, the American army is an arm of international finance that exists only to enrich investors at the expense of the citizens, nothing more. Robbie 91 says, serving in the U.S. military is to serve Israel first and foremost. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of migrants pour across the U.S.-Mexico border every year unhindered. Rastus Turnispeed says, Such diversity, much inclusion, very equality, so woke. Marshall says, The music and diversity in this ad have hypnotized me. I will get my 14th COVID booster. I will be a homosexual. I will list in the army. I will be all I can be. INC says, I embrace the possibilities and gladly give my spot to diversity. (laughs) The point box says, no Russian ever called me a racist, looted, or or burned down my hometown. And then Alex Fox says, Emma and her two moms would be approved. And this is in reference to a past video, propaganda recruitment video, I suppose, uh, from the Army that was a, a complete fail. Uh, but it did cover Emma and her two moms in the description of this YouTube video, which you can also find. Um, just look up uh, Emma Army recruiting video, I'm sure. But in the description, it says, Raised by two loving and inspiring mothers, Emma excelled in school, but as a college student, she realized the challenge she truly sought required a surprising new direction. <laughs> a new direction. I'm here to tell you, my friend, we need a new direction, and that new direction is Jesus Christ. When I joined the Army in 1994, the don't ask, don't tell. That was the new policy on the U.S. military block. Like I said, towards the end of my career, things began to drastically change. The handwriting was written all over the wall. And I just didn't realize all that was behind it then. 
But I do now. I do now. The National Archive Foundation records the following history. So in 2010 was the Don't Ask, Don't Repeal Act of 2010, but the National Archive records that during World War II, the U.S. Armed Forces established a policy that discharged homosexuals regardless of their behavior. In 1981, the Defense Department prohibited gay and lesbian military members from serving in its ranks with a policy that stated homosexuality is incompatible with military service. In the decade following, 17,000 service members were discharged from the duties for being homosexual. It goes on to say this spurred a new policy called Don't Ask, Don't Tell during the Clinton administration. In November 1993, the Defense Authorization Act put Don't Ask, Don't Tell into effect, allowing gay and lesbian citizens to serve in the military as long as they did not make their sexual orientation public. Commanders were prohibited from inquiring about a service member's orientation, provided that they adhere to this condition. Additionally, the policy forbid military personnel from discriminating against or harassing closeted homosexual service members and applicants. By 2008, more than 12,000 officers had been discharged from the military for publicizing their homosexuality. On December 18, 2010, the Senate overturned the Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy by a 65-31 to 31 vote, which President Barack Obama signed a few, year, few days later. The repeal allows gay and lesbian military members to serve openly in the armed forces. Now, I want to go back to this sentence. Homosexuality is incompatible with military service. Let me say this again. Homosexuality is incompatible with military service. So this all brings us back to this word, fit. That word that I faced every single day as an army recruiter, fit. Fit, fit. Why did American policy previously read that sexual behavior outside of societal norm was unfit to serve openly in the military? Why? Were these previous generations so dumb and ignorant that they could not even pass to ASVAB to have written and passed such a policy? I know from my own recruiting experience and the following statement that was written by the American Legion, I know that our society has become dumber and more unfit because our policies have become dumber and more unfit, period. We resisted the wisdom and the values that are found in the Word of God. The American Legion writes, we are facing unprecedented challenges recruiting new soldiers. Among a myriad of causes, America's youth are less qualified for service than ever before, said Army Brigadier General Patrick Michaelis, a commander at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Since the all-volunteer force was established in 1973, this is the hardest recruiting command has had to work to meet recruiting goals. Army officials have said the core of coronavirus pandemic has also made recruiting more difficult as ASVAB test scores are down almost 10% since the start of the crisis. And listen, I know as a recruiter, We would send 10 people to take the ASVAB and five of them would fail. It was given. We knew 50% of anyone that we tested was going to fail the ASVAB. And that was back then. Throw another 10% on that of failures concerning the ASVAB. Oh, we are sinking, friends. We are sinking as a nation. And it seems that previous generations knew some things that have been quickly forgotten. And then we wonder how we arrived at such questions that are being asked today. 
There's a tweet by Dean Duramaris, and he has a, a, a tweet that says, apparently the dog-masked soldiers are really as a Pentagon... As a Pentagon investigation is launched, what has happened to our military? He asked. With these pictures of drag, of drag people in uniform, with others wearing dog masks in uniform. Then we wonder why those who are eligible to serve are unwilling to serve. It's an embarrassment. It's a shame. I'm hearing reports all across the board where, where senior military members who have given their lives in the service of this country are no longer recommending their children or others to join the service. Even non-religious are appalled at by what's going on today. Twitter On Twitter, Theodore at Gago Theo post a tweet with a transgender minister of some sort, says that transgender pastor seems to compare Nashville shooter to Jesus, and this is also posted on Fox News. He says, I'm not a religious person, but this is absolute blank nonsense. So disrespectful towards a man who has shaped our Western world. This proves again how mental blank they are. And then he puts, at woke is evil. This is coming from a, quote, non-religious person standing up for the teachings of Jesus Christ. Peter Crosby on Gab had commented on all this and says, I feel bad for former and current military people who joined before the open antichrist attitudes that took over the military. He says, my grandfather, father, and brother were all Marines. Thankfully, my grandfather and father didn't have to witness the decay, but my brother and brother-in-law, who was Navy, have and both are disgusted and say they would not join now. Faith Endures says, my sister and I miss our father very much, but we're glad that he's not here to see this. And she says, I'm deeply saddened as well. My son is a Marine. He confirms we are in a sad state, and that includes leadership as well. You want to talk about morale? They have shot the piece to pieces the morale of our military. And I preach this episode and this message today on their behalf. And I speak on their, many of their behalf. Because I know I've served with them. And I know that many of them are not bowing down to this willingly. You ask, well, how do we get to this point? Romans chapter 1, verse 18 through 28. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So shame to the military chaplains who are not speaking against us, who call themselves Christians. You hold the truth in unrighteousness because they that which be, may be, be known of God is manifest in them for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, into birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. 
Wherefore God also gave them up to the uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of the air which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God and their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind and to do those things which are not convenient. And now you know why we are in the reprobate state that we are in today. You ask, well, how do we find the willing and fit once again? I'll tell you how repentance. Jesus said in Luke 13, 3, I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. He repeated himself in verse 5. I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Jesus did not stutter. We need to get our business straight. We need to, we need to get our prayer and ministry of the word straight today. We read in Acts chapter 6 in our scheduled reading in verse 2, Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Verse 3, Wherefore, brethren, look you out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom you may appoint over this business. I was just talking to a brother in Christ about the business that surrounds the kingdom work that we're called to do. Now, I myself have very little interest in the overall financial management of the ministry. Yet, some are gifted with this very task. We know this. Now, this brother, he happens to be gifted with such. And it's those such as him who are faithful with these gifts. Unlike Judas, who was the money bag holder. Unlike Judas, these people... It can be a great help and blessing to any ministry and church, unlike the commercial Christianity that we're seeing that has sold out to the Judas way. And this is all because our main focus of prayer, ministry of the word, and business has gotten out of order. This is what happens. And when these things get out of order, society gets out of order, as reflected in a statement that was posted by another listener uh, to gospel concerning these reprobate issues. And she made the point and that the these things are not unique to the military today. We know this. KJR0305 says the brethren, Christian college I graduated from is hosting a drag show. A Christian college, friends, hosting drag shows. just saw that not too long ago i posted a video also in this article format where a a drag person was paraded down a church aisle all the way down to the altar it's blasphemy there's no other way around it it is blasphemy she says when i went there you, you were required to take at least two bible related classes along with several hours of community service boys and girls had separate dorms we're not allowed to stay over. Now they host trannies. I'm not saying to go out and to cause harm or disrespect these people. 
And guess what? If I was still in the army and I had to serve side by side a, a, a transvestite, I would treat the person with respect. And I would demand and expect him to carry out his job in service. But that does not mean that I have to respect his behavior, sinful behavior. And sometimes that goes as, even as far as blasphemous, ordaining such blasphemy today. We need to get our spiritual matters in order or this country is going to continue to spiral out of order. When things are in order, we'll see verse 7, Acts chapter 6, and the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. When the word of God increases, obedience to the faith increases, my friends. We have defied the word of God as a nation and now we are paying the price. So the question is, be all you can be, huh? Be all you can be. Be all you can be for who and what I ask. The Christ, Jesus Christ, or that which is Antichrist. The habitation of the Lord or the habitation of devils. There's power in this message that I preached to you today. And this power comes from the word of God. And it's impossible to refute this word in any righteous manner. Otherwise, with any other philosophy or antichrist ideology, none of it. So what did they do? Verse 9 and 11, Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines and Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and of them of the Cilicia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. They were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Then they suborned men which said, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. <laughs> and they had the audacity to say that preaching the word of God is blasphemous. So here you see, if they can't fight you with your, the truth, they just simply make up lies. Well, you can lie all you want, Antichrist. I've made my choice. So the only question I have left for you is, have you? Have you made your choice? We talked about this 11-year-old girl who's made her choice as the Ukrainian Christians are now under persecution by their own government. And if you never looked up the Hall of Demore, you might want to get familiar with it sometime soon. The Hall of Demore genocide. The same place that this 11-year-old girl is making a stand for her faith. It's a Twitter post by Theofin who posted the video, 11-year-old Ukrainian girl named Dasha. With greater faith than most of us, may God be with her, he says. The UOC and the Metropolitan Onafri. So they will stir up the people against even 11-year-old girl. They will stir up the demons to shoot down 11-year-old girl at an elementary school, a Christian elementary school. The question is, my friend, do you have the faith of an 11-year-old girl that, that has the boldness to face evil in the face? Do you have the faith of an elementary school girl, Christian elementary school girl, that was bold enough to face evil by pulling a fire alarm while she was being shot down by a demonic alphabet killer? 
These things have already taken their place. They've already arrived in this country. And mark these words, our faith will be tried in this country. Christian persecution will intensify unless this nation repents. The handwriting has been on the wall for a long time. Verse 13 through 15, and they set up false witnesses, which said, this man ceases not to speak blasphemous words against his holy place in the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered unto us. And all that sat in the council looked steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. Those 11-year-old faces are faces of angels. Filled with faith. Jim Baza replied on Gab in reference to another one of the 4,000 comments on the Be All You Can Be video. He says, this comment was a little further down. I agree with this man. My family has served the USA since the Revolutionary War and that will end with me, he says. And And he refers us to the comment that he read from Long Warrior Forever. In the YouTube comment section of the Be All You Can Be video, he says, I served 30 years, 1984 to 2014, active duty army. Started as a private, retired as an officer. My family's military tradition goes back to the French and Indian War. We've been in every conflict since before the revolution. Both of my sons did one tour in the army, but it stops with us. My grandchildren have been told never to join the service. The army I loved is gone. They hate people like me and celebrate degeneracy. No more blood from my family to support the global homo American empire in Israel. And I will, I will say this. Our two oldest sons have served as well. My son-in-law is serving now. and We have not encouraged our youngest son to serve under these antichrist conditions. And all I can tell you, my friends, is this. Do not sell out. Do not sell out like the Judases of this world. My uncle had also commented on the YouTube, in the YouTube comment section, so I know that all these comments are not from bots. He says, well, what more can be said? The previous comments say it all. As an army veteran, if I had to join today, I would enlist in the Russian army before this traitorous group. These are strong words from from a very patriotic man, a man that served his country, a man that desires to love God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love his American neighbor as himself. Strong words, but these words are growing more and more. Even our brother Chuck, a gospel listener and supporter, replies, in agreement towards the real solution. He says, I read the comments to the video on YouTube. He says, not since my return from Vietnam has America been so vitriolic to the military. I did not get it way back, but when, but but I do now. He says, you no longer serve America. You serve the money changers. And he says, only Jesus Christ will correct this. As he quotes... And Jesus went into the temple and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And now do you see 
why we must have prayer and this ministry in order. But yet we've made houses of dens of thieves, commercial business. It's all out of order. Yes, there is a business aspect to the ministry, but it's not the priority. It never has been. It never was meant to be. Judas made that a priority. And look what happened to him. He found himself at the end of a rope. And so is this country. I'll close with Psalm 95, 8 through 11. Harden not your heart as in the provocation. It is in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. If you follow Judas' ways, you will be hung by Judas' ways, because there is no other way than Jesus Christ. I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for, and the boys that died for it. It's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. <laughs> I just, it's just, just about it. Spoken by a 100-year-old Marine in uniform. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.